नमस्ते जय शिवाय कर्मा वेरी सेंसेशनल टॉपिक अमंग योगीज राइट कर्मा इज डन एट थ्री लेवल्स मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम पीपल अंडरस्टैंड दैट कर्मा इज बीइंग डन ओनली एट द फिजिकल लेवल फिजिकल बॉडी लेवल एंड दैट इज व्हाट इज कॉल्ड एज कर्मा नो karma actually is done at three different levels man vachan karm man vachan karm so man means chitta your mind your intention your volition and what you are doing in your with your mind is also called as karma and is way far more powerful then the karma that can be done from the physical body okay second thing is vachan vachan means speech okay whatever you say from your vani from your vachan whatever your speech is the words that you are using that which you are saying becomes a karma and it is way more powerful yet more powerful in comparison to the karma that you will do from your physical body but less powerful in comparison to the karma that is done from the physical body sorry chitta it is still more powerful powerful than the physical body but not as powerful as the karma that is done from your man your chitta and physical body karma that is easy to understand say for example you may think in your uh, from your chitta from your mind you may think that i am going to beat this person i am going to beat the crap out of him <laughs> you may think like that once and you may say it to that person that i am going to beat you okay and you may go and beat him so when you actually are beating him that is when you did the karma from the physical body when if you do not go and beat him you just said it from your speech to somebody to that person or you said it to yourself that i am going to beat him so it's not just the speech that happens or that is delivered from you to the other person to whom you are going to beat or anybody who's around you you are telling them i am going to beat this guy <laughs> okay so you have done karma okay and thinking it in your mind having such a desire having a volition creating such sankalpa in your head 
such determination in your head that I'm going to beat this guy. You have done karma. Now whether you, if you just keep it in your chitta, in your mind, in your head that I'm going to beat him. Then you may go on repeating him. Repeating it over and over again, over and over again. You may think about it over and over again, over and over again. You can beat a person thousand times, in finite times in your head. You have that power to beat the person or do any bad karma in your mind over and over and over and over and over again. That is why that is the most powerful way of doing any karma. Creating a strong chitvritti of dvesha, aversion, hatred, anger in your head. While in reality, how many times you can say to the person that I am going to beat you? After some time that person will even stop listening. <laughs> so you can do less from your speech in comparison to what you can do with your mind, with your chitta. And yet you can do even fewer times with your body. You may beat that person once, twice, thrice, ten times physically. After that they may either not take your beating, they may stand up or run away or may die or something bad may happen, right? So nobody can take physical karma in, for unlimited times. Physically you cannot do karma enough number of times. To create a very strong sanskara of hatred. That is why it is said that if you are having hatred in your mind or in your heart for somebody, in your chitta for somebody, that is way much more dangerous of a karma than actually saying few things and doing something wrong with the other person. Definitely doing will also create a strong karma. But you will strengthen it in your head. Now this is about this example I gave you of a bad karma. Let's think about a good karma. Suppose you want to do a charity for good, good something good to the people. You want to feed hungry people. How many hungry people can you feed by physically? You may serve food to one person, then another person, then another person. And while you are serving the food to people in one place, you may feed like 200, 500, 600, 1000 people in a day. Right? Till that if you are doing it from your body, then you can do that charity only for a limited number of people. And you can be only at one place in, in one time. Your physical body can only be at one place at one time. That is not true for your voice. If I am speaking to all of you right now, so all those who are listening, the voice has been recorded. Now don't take my example because uh, karma doesn't apply to me now. After moksha, nothing can be done because karma arises from a desire. Desire which is covered or wrapped in raga or dvesha or abhinivesha. Desire which is wrapped in attachment which has been arisen to give form, shape, life to your attachments, to your aversions, 
to your fears or it may be simply because of the ignorance. A desire may arise simply out of ignorance, avidya or to get keep hold of your or strengthen the, any identity in you. So desire may be of asmita type, right? Five kinds of desires and five kinds of things that can propel you, your chitta into action, your voice into speech into action and your physical body into action. You can bring these three things into action. And causes could be desires because of Raga, Dvesha, Abhinivesha, Asmita and Avidya, ignorance. So you can do, so all these things do not apply to me. But I am just giving you an example that your voice can reach to thousands at a time. In different places, in different times, it can reach to thousands. When a person who has had samadhi, moksha, when they deliver something through the words, it's being heard by not just human beings, not the beings around, even the celestial beings are hearing it. They also someday want to attain moksha, right? They also need the same jnana that is being given to human beings. So your voice is yet more powerful in doing good karma than what you can do with your physical body. Now, through chitta, through your mind, you may be sitting somewhere in, suppose, in Melbourne, Australia. You're sitting at one place. You are you're living there. Your mind can travel at the speed of light or even maybe more than that. Right? And can go to any part of the world. Can be with so many number of people at the same time. In your head, you can be with many number of people. As many number of people as you want to be. While that may not be true physically at any given point of time for your physical body, that is not possible. So that is why we say the karma that is done through intention, through volition from your chitta is a very powerful karma. Has a far more impact in your lifetimes coming ahead not just this life. So be very careful about your intentions, your volitions that arise in your chitta. Because you may think that, you know, oh, I didn't do any bad to anybody in this life. Yes, you may not have done anything bad to anybody in this life through your physical body or your speech. But in your head, you may have killed the person thousand times, infinite time. For years and years, people hold grudges. Isn't it? We have seen in family life, so many people hold grudges against their relatives. <laughs> For years, for lifelong, they have grudges and hatred towards them. What are they doing? They are doing karma. 
by holding anger, aversion, hatred, strong attachment for somebody, they are actually doing karma towards that person. And that karma has a binding effect. Right? Karma puts you into bondage because your karmic warehouse, your karmic account is being created through that. So karma will put you into bondage. So you may not be doing something physically. That doesn't mean you are not doing a karma. So many people fantasize so many wrong things in their head. They may have a control that they are not doing it physically to someone. But mentally they do all kinds of nonsense. They are doing karma. That is karma that will have a binding impact. Bondage it will be created out of it. And accordingly, if you have killed somebody from your physical body, you can kill them only once. But in your head, you may kill them infinite number of times, thousand number of times. So you're, according to the karmic laws, it will be counted as that many. Not just as one killing. It will be counted as thousand killings or ten thousand killings or however many times you might have killed that person in your head. It From the karmic account point of view, it will be counted like that. And when it comes to get the results, well, results will be accordingly. Results will be accordingly. How much a person should be uh, punished for thousand deaths, thousand times killing, for thousand murders or ten thousand murders or whatever amount of time you might have killed that person in your head or have tortured somebody in your head or might have given pain to other person in your head. However many times you have done it, according to the universal karmic laws, your suffering will be based off of that. Not just your physical, what you did from the physical body. You may not have tortured them or murdered them even once. Because after all, justice, you are very well aware that justice system and the laws of the country, of the place, the police and everything, the consequences of going to jail stops you from doing some karma physically. But you are not aware of the universal karmic laws. And that is why if you would have known all the consequences of creating such a karma when you do a crime mentally, then you wouldn't have done it. That is why it is important to learn about the karmic laws. To know the universal karmic laws. To understand the consequences based off of doing the karma through intention and volition. You must know these things. Because if you don't, then there is nothing. You can go on thinking, beating people or doing torture or whatever in your head. And you may not know that what kind of consequences you are creating for yourself. So all kinds of things that you do from your chitta, from your mind, 
is going to have a far more serious consequences. That is why for yogis, when we say do lot of pranayama, do the kriya yoga, these are some of the ways that helps you, stops you from indulging into the karma at a very serious level. Karma at the level of chitta is stopped in you only when you start doing some kind of tapas from your body, mind, emotions and energy. Tapas is called as harsh. Tapas in itself is a suffering. Try doing pranayamas with all full speed. Try doing different yoga asanas and all those things. Right? It's hard, it's difficult, it's suffering. It gives you pain in the body here and there. Yes, after some time you definitely achieve a very good health out of it. But initially it's a problem, right? And it's all about training your mind. You know that. No matter whichever sports you play, initially it poses physical struggle on you, physical challenges to you. Very soon in any sport you will realize the challenges of mental, challenges of the mind, taming the mind, the challenges of chitta, taming your chitta, controlling your chitta, directing your chitta in one way or the other. The one who attains the control of chitta, of their mind, and they get an ability to direct it one way or the other, they are the ones who actually win any any sport. It's not just about physical strength. It's about the mind. Because mind is way more powerful than your physical body. It has way more elements of existence than your physical body. It can exist above and beyond time as well. It can exist in past, present, future at the same time if you arise above it. You can use it that way. That is how all Siddhis and supernatural powers are attained. By taming, controlling your chitta in the way you desire. So remember this thing, that the karma done from your man, your chitta, your mind, your mental emotional plane is way more powerful and way far more consequential than the karma that you may do with your physical body. And this applies to good karma as well as the bad one. So be mindful. Namaste. Jai Shivaya.